0: And Welcome to the Heat Army Podcast. Apologies uh, that we weren't on last Thursday. Um, we got a little bit of the uh, well, can a little bit the, the, the coronavirus, so that unfortunately that hampered the commentary on Monday and we do apologise about that. But Darlington covered the game and uh, what a game it was. If you are there, we want to hear from you. And there was quite a few of you there and we'd love to hear your reactions about the whole Easter weekend. Uh, Good Friday was a great Friday an unreal Monday and tonight we're hoping to have a belt there. Uh, as you can see on the screen, we're joined by uh, Mark Crovers and Mickey as ever. Um Mickey, I'll start with you first. You were there on Friday. Um, what a way to kick off the weekend.
1: Fantastic way we to kick off the weekend. Um took a time we got with straight. Uh, took a good twenty minutes to get the straight down at uh, Geisley and then second off. Well. I was still queuing up for a cup of coffee when McCauley got his first and I just got into my position with a cup of coffee with the lads and that and McCauley scored the third and the coffee went all over the place. So.
0: <laughs> I once did that with a bag of nuts. Um, we've got lots of messages coming in already. It's a fully interactive show if you're us for the first time. Mason Ford said hello. Uh, uh, is my sound all right on your end? Is it not crackling or anything for you? Uh,
2: unfortunately, your sound is fine. Ah fine. It's
0: cracking in my ears. Just thought I'd double check there. Charles Woff, evening boys uh, and uh, evening guys. Uh, How are you? We're all right. Uh, Just a message as well on the um, phone line front. I've had all this pulled out and cleaned it and I can't find the the mobile phone that we use for taking calls. So we're going to have to get a new number and a a cheap uh, phone for taking calls in the future. So apologies on that. Um, lots and lots of messages coming in. James Gowland, um, unreal atmosphere yesterday. Um, G- Gates International Stadium was absolutely rocking. It sounded it when I tuned back in. I must admit, I did have to tune out uh, to the Darlington commentary. Um, just wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't the greatest to listen to, uh, especially when uh, the game was as as it was in the first half. But we'll get on to that a little bit shortly. But Mark... Um, what a weekend you, you couldn't have wrote it, could you?
2: No, you certainly couldn't. Um, and, and obviously, you know, yes, the the talkers all of focused on Gateshead, which we shouldn't, you know, focused on the the lads getting the right results. But the, the what happened with Brackley was a, a big plus. And yeah, I, I've got to be honest, I, I said it to Paul Dixon on Friday that I thought Boston would, if I'm honest, I would say get a draw. I said get a draw, but. To, to get a win at Brackley. And, and I think that there's been a lot of talk about Brackley's defensive record, which is unbelievable, by the way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But they're not scored a lot of goals at the moment. And, and you know, if they keep doing that, they're not going to win the league, simple as that. So, and you look at Gateshead, who over this weekend alone have scored 10 goals in two games. Yeah. Uh, so, it's been a, a really positive weekend. But just a, a, a word of caution, when you look at the last four games, there's not one easy game in them. There really isn't.
0: Not at all. I mean, everyone's fighting for something um, in this league. We've said it all all along. It's probably been you know one of the tightest league for, for all sorts of different reasons, whether it's the top or the bottom. And um, just going back to Brackley there, obviously their results helped us enormously for us to go four points clear, four games left, of course. Um, but friend of the show, um, Jack the Brackley fan, who often had on, I could, obviously we follow him on Twitter, and about 25 minutes to go during the game, he tweeted that Brackley were dead on their feet and that they looked like they were running out of steam. And I was like, oh, you know, and then we start to pull goals back and it, was, it just seemed to be written in the football stars. The, the football gods were looking down on us. But, you know, it's, it's a long season. Brackley are still, of course, part-time. They're doing incredibly well. And I, I actually spoke to Tony Carter a day and um, he was saying, for either side, that falls into the playoffs. And if they don't go up, it'll be criminal because what the two teams have achieved this season to be thirty points clear of the team that could potentially go up, if the bottom of the playoffs would be criminal. Because these two sides, let's let's face it, probably the most unfashionable sides. No one probably thought they were going to be up there at this stage challenging. And you know the the, the both teams have have worked hard all season.
4: I'm
2: going to take exception with that. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> those who had money on the twenty-one twenty to one at the start of the season are going to be looking for the betting slips.
2: Oh, there I'm
0: certainly sure. will be definitely. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, I, I think it's on Twitter as well. I put it on Twitter at the time because I got battered by some fans of certain other clubs who are um, not in contention, should we say. Um, so I, I just, it goes back to, and I always go back to this the Heaven game in pre season. There was that game, and I know Heaven were, was still very much finding their feet then in terms of the squad. But the, you could see that night that what's happening now was in place then. So the mm-hmm. passing, the movement, you know, people, particularly top end of the pitch, rotating positions. I, I, I can't remember what the score was now. Was it three one, three two? But it was. I think, uh, I, it's that it's, uh, it's, it's long ago,
0: but it, I think it, obviously that was the, obviously everyone noticed Conor Panny in that game because he was part of that. Yeah, and yeah, as you say, the foundations weren't just late in that game, they were late in March, April last year, this time last year when the club carried off full-time training. Do
2: you know what, Dave? I would go back as far to say that the foundations of what you're seeing now were put in place the minute Mike was appointed and when Busted was appointed, he's number two, because the word you keep hearing around the club is process, it's process, everything's process driven. And that hasn't just been brought in at the start of this season or in March. That's been in place since day one. Yes. It's it's got to a point now where the, the process is, is in overgear uh, sorry, overdrive if you want to call it that. But this has been a long term project, an ongoing project as well, by the way. Yeah. For Mike and, and for Busted and, and now Louis Story's on board and you know Carl Magnes uh having a bit of a say and, and Chris Bell as well. We shouldn't forget Belly. So there's a there's a lot going on at the club and it's all positive. And and I think the key thing is everyone keeps their heads, you know, and 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 I don't just mean within the club. I mean supporters as well. There's a big four games coming up, but the simple fact is, had win three of those games. The back where they were, that they're back in the national league, and all the crap that went on with the previous owners is wiped away. This is a new club, and and I honestly think it will flourish if it can get up to that level, or yeah. when.
0: As you say, it's still a process. There's no end to that process. It's always a, when you see the, the, the you know the conversations and interviews with Mike and uh, and Ian. You know the job is never done. It's always looking forward. There's no satisfaction. You know, obviously they can look back at the end of the season and go, "Yep, yeah, that was a that was the first tick on the list." We'll go on to the next bit. I don't I don't expect anything to be stopped. It's always an onward moving uh, process. Um, so we've got lots of messages coming in. I'll get through them all. Gordon, we haven't got the phone line. It's not open tonight. I've explained. I can't find the phone. Don't know where it is. Um, Samt, Samt, uh, Samt, there. thank you very much. Hello. Uh, it's got what game on Monday like? It certainly was. Liv Walden, hope you're all well. What an amazing weekend. Yeah, it was. That's just couldn't let's say we couldn't have wrote it um just before we get deep into it remember fully interactive like it is here we are going to give away a mug tonight we are going to have a competition later on um so please uh do enter that competition later and we're going to be joined by uh the uh, one of the one of the lads or two of the guys from inspired my Mike. yeah and we've got uh, ross black as well from the foundation and then we've got james rushmore joining us as well so we've got a ram pack show, and we've got mark with us all the way through as well so it's Fantastic, but before we go any further, let's just pay a little thank you to our sponsors, and then we'll get right back into it and read out your messages and Just before we move any further forward, um myself and Mark have been lucky enough to have been asked to help out on a different podcast. Uh, called Hotbed uh, with Gavin Webster, friend of the show and uh, gated fan, of course, uh, about Northeast uh, football from the start of the Football League and a little bit before that's been covered. So there's a new podcast coming out, and I would probably get wrong if I didn't mention it by Lee Kyle, who's been messaging everyone to tell him to uh, push the show from Felton out. So, say Mark, we've we've been involved in that and it's, it's just in its infancy at the moment, but um, it's been an interesting one to
2: get involved with. It has, yeah, but I missed the first one, um, left that in your Young Gav's uh, capable hands, but then enjoyed doing the second one, looking at the, um, well, it was Sunderland's uh, first and second season in, in the Football League before Newcastle United came into existence, and, and like to get and that, we should say, it's not just focusing on, uh, on Newcastle United, Sunderland, Middlesbrough, we'll go into non-league as well, yeah, uh, so yeah, looking forward to it. an exciting project we be part of with Gav. And you know, there's not many more passionate than, than Gav when we look at Northeast football, and I'm sure it'll uh it'll be worth a listen.
0: It certainly is, and Gav has bought a lot of uh a, lo- a lot of reading material on all the clubs. So as I say, we are work through. I think we started on 1890 91 was the season that was started on. It's going to go each season, each episode, and there might even be ones where we we'll go back. But um, if you want to go to felt out, you can get early editions there on a Patreon and it'll be available everywhere. Where you get podcasts as well. So uh, do get involved with that. And uh, say so once we get into the 1930s, uh, obviously Gateshead will be starting to get a mention and things like that. So there we go. Little plug for that. But uh Mickey, I was saying you were there yesterday as well, of course. I was getting messages uh, from you, I was getting messages from a few people, but um you know it didn't start off great.
1: Didn't uh I watched them where when one won't one nil down, I was thinking, please not the dear lads. Please yeah. not the dear. Then they got the penalty, which from where I was sitting, I wasn't sure if it was a penalty or not. Given that referee I can't remember his name, but he's a complete cock. Um
0: the words of Mickey Barris. <laughs> not the, you
1: don't honest, the man just baffled me. I, I mean we had two or three good shouts for penalties. Uh this was one where Greg only shot and the lad stuck his arm up. How that is not a penalty, I do not know. Uh then the, obviously what, we struggled to get Gannon. Um yeah. And the turning point for me, and as much as I like Taylor Charters as a footballer and Dan Ward's been excellent this season, I think the substitutions to bring Matty Jacob on and Connor Malley were inspired to bring him on at that time. It just changed the dynamic for we, Greg Ollie got the goal and we know what's, what happens when we get a goal. It drives on, and before you know it, bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. Um but it was just a total sea change. I mean, we spoke off air before, and I mean, yourself, Mark, and I, and Mark said it. As soon as we started hunting in packs, like we normally do, you could you could see Dalton and back off.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, I, we can obviously we won the game. Uh, had to dig deep and and got into it and got into our flow. But you know, let, what a season to you know say that that that. The, the come back and do that—that that we have the faith. That the lads have the faith in themselves because it's been drilled into them. It's been installed in them
1: I know, to do that.
0: And I, it, it, I said
1: were, it, the message I took: we've come back from worse than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there wasn't pro- there wasn't probably a fan and a Gates fan in the ground who didn't think we had the ammunition to come back from that. Yeah. It was just we just needed that starting point, and that's—I mean—Greg goal was an absolutely cracking move. He slotted away, lovely. Yeah. And then, obviously, Wheat has gone off, and there fell a bit, a bit, because as Wheat as he's he's experienced, he was probably organising them at the back. As soon as he went off, we just put the bars over the top. have yeah. raced away. It was, it was. Yeah. I mean, if you were a neutral, there wasn't many neutrals in there to be honest yesterday. But if he were a complete neutral, he must have went away from that game, thinking, "Wow, I'm going back there."
0: Well, let's just talk about the crowd as well. Um, 2,300, or or, or close to 2,400. 1,700, or nearly 1,800, in the home end, which is absolutely fantastic. And let's put that into perspective as well. One second. (coughs) Of course, Newcastle weren't playing at home, but we know the noisy neighbours. South Shields had a very big crowd as well, close to 3,000. So that just shows you the interest there. It's not just the, the ground hoppers or the, you know, the, the ones that flip between the two. There's enough interest there in Gator themselves to to warrant a crowd like that, which is fantastic. And uh, you know, and then we're going to be speaking to James Rushmore later on. Uh, it's, uh, you know, down to some of his work and a lot of the people behind the scenes. Uh, that 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 is happening. So you know, it's just uh, amazing that the crowd was. The one thing great. is,
1: sorry, Dave. The one thing that's come out of this pandemic, what we just come out of, is non-league football is flourishing. Because- because of
0: it. Yeah, yeah there's it some, I, it was
1: 1500 watching, uh, being no shield, because
0: no Shields could win the title. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just looking around, I can't remember who it was. He's been a guest on the show. I forgot his name now. And he always puts up non-league information. He put up all the, um, the highest Thomas crowds. Around. Sorry.
1: Thomas Feeney.
0: That's it. Thomas Feeney. Um, put up, I mean, the, 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 attendances are just magnificent for, for clubs that you wouldn't think would have crowds like that as well. So, you know, Definitely does show, uh, do that. And we've got, um, a message from Taylor How we If we're going to win this league, we need to pull out a second half performances like that. That's what uh, league winners do. Let's try not to get carried away, of course. Yes, four massive cup finals coming up. Um, but if Gator can play the way they are, that's the way it's you know, we can do it. And what a free kick by Nathan Lowe. Now, I, I, I obviously haven't seen the highlights yet that go on after we go off air. Um, I've seen some criticism of uh, Marshall. Was it a great free kick, or was it a keeper caught off his lane?
2: Look, at uh, my personal belief is that there's one person that whole ground who thought Nathan Lowe was going to have a shot there, and that's Nathan Lowe. Yeah, I don't think anyone else in that ground thought. Given he was about forty, forty plus yards out, there's not a chance. And you know, I've seen people saying that he's, he's left Marshall's left too much space and all that, but. For me, he's anticipating a cross, which anyone would have done. Uh-huh. Now, Nathan's got an unbelievable right foot. I've seen it enough when he was at South Shields. So he was going to get a good connection on it, regardless if it was a cross or a shot. So I just think it's a little—it's too easy to criticise a goalkeeper yeah. when he's been beaten from distance without actually paying credit to the lad that's struck a ball unbelievably well. Now, to hit the target from that distance is, is some effort. To put it in the top corner the way he did is even better. So mm. I think sometimes you've just got to look at... You know, <clears throat> say, well done to the lad that struck it. You know, Nathan's a top player. Yeah. I thought he had a really good 60 minutes yesterday before Gateshead took over. He's arguably, along with Jack Lambert, was was Dalton's best player. Um, I think we're going off hampered them massively because if, if you look at Gateshead, certainly third and, and probably fourth goals, maybe second, third and fourth even... I don't think they happen if has on the pitch because he steps back and heads it clear, whereas yeah. Alex Story, who's come on has tried to anticipate and he's got done over the top. Now, that's not to say I don't think Gateshead would have went out and win the game if has stayed on. Mm-hmm. I just think, and, and Mickey will back us up here, the minute that first goal went in, when Greg scored that goal, Head there scroll. was a, a momentum change. You could sense it straight away. There was a mm-hmm. change in mentality. And it was it was it was quite obvious that Gator would at very least get a draw. Definitely. Um we've got lots of messages coming in.
0: Uh we like it to follow our social medias. This is how you do it when we come back. We'll carry on with the conversation and read out your messages. Now, Mickey, can you remember? Um, oh God, about must be about four, or five years ago, we had um, Jimmy Chandler come round to my house when we were doing the podcast at the old house, and we're yes. going to send some photos for her and we had the like I got I got a frame for both. And um, anyway, I, I had them like tucked to one side, and my son found the Jimmy Chandler one, and he's put it up in his room, and he put it up there saying, "Look, Dad, I do like football. Can I come with you?" <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> just a little bit too young at the minute but uh yeah it's just uh just remembered that when i was watching that but uh yeah i think uh we might have an he's gonna gonna make his dad so you you never know he might have a podcast of his own soon um just a message about our future guest Uh, emilio has put and james Rushmore says he's gonna swap the suit for boxer briefs or a mankini on the final day um well we'll ask him about that when he comes on uh I, i don't think he'll swap his suit uh after we destroyed hartlepool in pre-season i had a feeling we'd do well yeah that was a, that was a strange game because you didn't know how cuz they started the season very well uh, hartlepool um in the in the uh, football league um but yeah there was definitely definitely flashes of what we had seen all in pre-season wasn't it in that game against hartlepool
1: yeah we I mean, it just what it how kind of i'm losing Superlatives for this team—it
0: is—and you you don't do want to feel like you 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 over over bigging them up uh, for want of a better uh, better phrase. But you know, obviously, the, the, where they are now with four games to go, would anyone have believed that in pre-season? You might have hoped to have it as a reality. There's a long way to go, but I'm sure Mike and the and the rest of his coaching staff have got these lads' feet planted firmly on the ground. Just looking at social media, the way the players are, you know, saying how much they love this club and how much they love the the group of players that they're with. If we can keep this and keep the nucleus, wow, next season can be, uh, you know, just as good for performances and 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 effort and everything that's going to be put in. Uh, Annie Mason, even in Jen, still absolutely buzzing from the weekend. What happens in the next four games? Uh, couldn't ask for more from the lads of us proud. Uh, bring on Kettering. Exactly, you know, whatever happens from here. It's been absolutely amazing. Mike has always looked for this, not getting carried away. But he did show a glimmer of emotion on Saturday. He certainly did. Um, yeah. I know I have seen people talking about it on Twitter. And then when I eventually seen the the social media video from uh Gate said, Yeah, you just seen a little a little cheeky glint in his eye there of belief, didn't you?
2: See the scream. Yeah. Yeah. well there was a few of them, wasn't there? You know, Macaulay Langstaff and and Greg Ollio and Bailey. You could see as they came off, there were I don't think it's a belief that job's done. No. I, I think from everything that's that's been said uh or everything that was said post match by a number of players is they know it's not done. They know they've got four huge games ahead of them. Um but I think it was a celebration of the fact that they turned a game that was going against them for you know for forty-five minutes and won it so well in the end. So I think that was why that was why there was this, you
1: know, response.
2: Yeah. And this this outpouring of emotion. It wasn't a, a look at, you know, look at what we've done. We've won this league. It was more of a, well, we've turned this game around. That was going away from us. That, yeah. That's the bottom of it. Because the one thing I would say about this Gateshead squad is they're very grounded. Nobody's getting carried away. Nobody's shouting the odds about, look what we've done. We've done this. We've done that. It is just focused. Again, I keep going back to it focused on the process focusing on the next training session tomorrow focusing on the next game once that's done that's all they're doing it's it's ticking games and training sessions off day by day definitely
0: um we've got a message here from Anne Schofield. uh good evening all the game on friday was fantastic class to see another 200 plus supported in a wee game that is just uh, tremendous the dollar game we've seen this all season the lads and uh The lads never come up. Uh, Winning mentality is fantastic. Excited for Chorley away and Hereford game. Uh, Let's do this. Say uh, none of the games are easy. Hereford still have a chance of getting into the playoffs. Uh, You know Chorley's in there, Kettering's in there. There's there's no easy games here. No easy games. Um, John Laverick um, wouldn't let the ref lose uh, on a Sabutio match. Disgrace Farsley away as well. Yeah, I seen there was another message that we had up there before. He was the same referee for Farsley away. Um, we've got one here from Charles Wath. Oh, Charles is all right. Oh, Charlie He keeps telling us off, even though he's with Charles there, but he likes to be called Charlie. Uh, Hi, Mark. Sorry I couldn't give you the pictures you asked for. Rather an expensive day today to replace my field lens. That's why I missed uh, our goals. Oh, nightmare it was
2: oh. it was a couple of pieces i've got coming out there's one that's already out with uh i'm trying to think which one i've released now greg ollie um that one's out there um yeah charlie was going to provide some photos but his his lens went um oh. unfortunately so uh you know he is a brilliant photographer by the way um
0: and a lovely man as well he certainly is, um, is um,
2: but there's also a piece coming out with Macaulay Langstaff tomorrow and a one with Mike later in the week as well. So there's plenty of them. But uh, no, Charlie, top photographer and a good guy as well.
0: Good man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, lads, at the start of the season, would any of you have thought would be 31 points ahead of York? No.
0: No. No, no not at all. Not at all. Um, Caroline's asking how I'm feeling better. I am feeling a lot better. I've still got a little bit of a tickly cough, but uh, hopefully... Will be testing negative by the end of the week. Uh speaking of Hartley Cool, get well soon. Graham Lee, he has COVID. Yeah, well, <laughs> I feel he's pain at the moment. Um, thankfully this time it's not as bad as what it was at New Year. Um that was it wasn't very nice at all. Darlow keeper, um, Tommy Taylor kept making the eye at me and saying nice and slow, take my time when they were 2-0 up. Uh, hope you slept well after the game. Uh, <laughs> I have heard stories that he was uh Took his time uh, during the uh, goal kick.
2: Well, there, there was one moment when, I, don't, I can't remember who had the shot, but it was a 2-0 and it went quite well wide. He but dived. as it's gone past his goal, he dived and stayed on the ground and then got up and went and got the ball.
1: Hmm.
2: And it was just like, I, I think Gator G- plays, yeah. did well not to get wrapped up in that. Yeah. just, again, keep using this word, they stayed focused. Awesome.
1: Uh, and then he went absolutely ballistic and went 3-0 and we were... Slowing the throw down, he was run up to the referee and crying on. Yeah, oh, what he is.
0: <laughs> Sam Pelton, uh, is put even lads huge win yesterday. A uh, big character showing come back from 2 0 down. Take one game at a time, lads on to Kettering. It certainly is. I mean, no one's gonna get you know too carried away here. Um, Southport at home should be good, always good encounters when we play them. It is, um, you know, we've had some good battles with uh uh Southport down the line and uh see obviously this season we came back to 3 3 didn't we um in dramatics fashion as well uh showing great character there and uh well I was saying Emilio's stepping up the mark he's took some fantastic photos this week um he's put I uh probably sort out some uh photos for Mark. So, so what's, probably sort out some for Mark for a mug if needed. For the matter, I'm speaking I'm just not getting the mug I've for
2: I got photos from uh, from today actually for those pieces. There we go. good.
0: Um, Spot on. And also as well, if anyone would like to follow, if Emilio could send us his um, Instagram because I know he did put a post up. He's going to put more of his uh, match photos up on a match day. Uh, so they're great. So if he sends us the link. we'll uh, we'll put that up on screen, what his Instagram is, and so people can see his work as well. A very talented young photographer there as well. Um, we have got one of our guests waiting in the background. We'll bring them in very shortly. Uh, we've, I think we've got three coming on at past. Um, so we'll bring them in and we'll be talking about uh, the foundation and um, let's say the Costa Blanca Cup. Which looks very much like it's on uh, coming up very shortly. Um, Barry McNulty has put uh, their keeper was wasting time after four minutes when uh, he was wasting time. Were, what, he was the first person to moan on, uh, calmer at its best. Well, there we go. And uh, well, something to talk about here. Another two goals for Longstaff, the league's top goal scorer. Is it 25 league goals, 30 yeah. goals altogether?
2: It is 30 altogether. All yeah, I mean, wow.
0: And then, you, you, I mean, that's me amazing. How many put you you all
2: together?
0: Ked must have over twenty-five as well, at least. So,
2: who was, who, who was the last strike striker to score thirty in a season? John Shaw. <laughs> yeah, John Shaw. Yeah,
1: what was he? Yeah. For the for the record, marker, you need seven goals to beat uh, the most goals in the season, which is held by John Shaw, which is thirty-six.
2: Thirty-six. Mm, well if you score time. seven between now and the end of the season I think we'll be Yeah,
0: that would be very very nice right we've got our other guests about to join us I'm just going to go to a quick advert we'll bring them back in um, once we come back from this Well, there we are. We are joined by Cal, Ross and David. Um, Thank you very much for joining us, lads. Um, The other week, there was a fantastic night held at the p Social Club uh, with Dave uh, Allen holding a quiz to help raise money, to help you get towards that target for getting to the Costa Blanca Cup. And uh, Dave, how are we doing on that front? Does it look like the team's going to get there?
4: Yeah. well, It's it's looking really good. Um, We're getting closer and closer to the, the sort of finish line for the funding so um yeah Uh, flights are all booked hotels are all booked um so yeah we're we're, we're there um we're still gonna continue the fundraising to get sort of some more cash in um but uh gated will be in europe in oh that's
0: fantastic (laughs) and uh, so we're hoping if you can get footage and send it to us and we'll, we'll try and talk to you live when you're out there as well during the summer we need, our, we need our heat fix and we need to know how you're doing out there as well. But, uh, ca- uh, say, is it call it's just on I call. Uh, how is it? I say, how are the lads pumped up for it now that it's all booked?
3: Yeah, I think it's starting to feel a lot more real for them now. Um, especially being there yesterday and um, going out at half time, wearing the shirts. Um, the fundraiser was a great night the other week. There's about 10 gates that players came, chatted with the guys. Um, the guys are constantly telling us every day now, like, I'm Campbell just followed us on Instagram, he knows who I am, and he's really really good <laughs> link there. Um, and they're, they're just raring the go. And, um, yeah, we're, we're just trying to get them fit, because it's going to be hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, it, it's, it's getting warm now, I'm struggling at the minute, um, so I, I couldn't imagine running around. Um, but, uh, Ross, I would say, a great night was had at the p Social Club, uh, a great night brought by Dave Allen, and um, just a, a and say and another you know, great thing for the foundation to be involved in.
5: Yeah, it was great. i um, got to give Davies, Joe, you know, he went above and beyond to get it sorted with the lads. And he went and seen them quite a lot beforehand and made sure everything was on the night was ready to go. Um, and he made sure everybody put their hands in the pocket on the night as well. Uh, good I've, never, <laughs> I've never had so many games of Card Bingo in my life. I didn't know realise you could collect cards in that quickly. <laughs> um, but he was brilliant uh, and I think Carl sent us the figures before, I'll just double check them, or well, Carl you can see them if you want Going to let you take the credit
3: Yeah, well hey, a lot lot of credit like you said, Dave Allen was amazing it was his idea for the fundraiser he, he comes up, sees the lads um, every morning he's in and he came with the idea, of his called Bingo and we decided to merge it with our presentation and it was a great night but on that night were raised in total, I think over twelve hundred pound, oh, um, which was fantastic. huge. And then I'm um, going through the money at the minute from the bucket collection mm-hmm. at the weekend. I think it's, I think it's coming up for about two hundred pound. Oh. Um, so yeah, so that's that, that's quite quite a lot raised over 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 the, the two events
0: yeah and uh, obviously we've seen photos from from the night um at the Pi social club the lads got up on stage uh, as well and obviously got to go out in front of the crowd yesterday uh special moments very special moments
4: yeah i mean i i, I was telling telling the guys yesterday that you know, it's it's only really generally the the pros that get to to sort of soak up a crowd like that and 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 have that experience um so they are kind of living the dream, which is amazing, you know, it just kind of raises people's self-esteem and and you know and, and brings sort of disability football to the map. Um and, and Gator putting their arm around us and enabling that to happen has just been phenomenal. And you know, the more conversations we have with the the, the sort of the, the team at Gated and and the, the backroom staff at Gator, the more they tell us we're firmly part of that club. Yeah. Um, which is is an amazing sort of amalgamation of two great companies, um, two great companies that got two great organisations that Gate said should rightly be proud of that have come together. And and when when things like that happen, you know it's uh, good things happen, uh, yeah. and it, it certainly is now.
0: We've got a message from Cow Daily, and they put: Will the tournament be filmed uh, for YouTube? I'd really like to follow their progress.
4: It, it um, is getting filmed, yeah. Um, uh, Last time we were there, we went Facebook Live. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't decided how we're going to do it this time. Um, yeah. but it will definitely be going out live. Uh, mm-hmm. I know last time being called, did a lot of um, sort of blog-type stuff, uh, interviews um, with each other and with with players and stuff. So all that will be happening again Um well, we
0: we definitely want to be involved. If you'd like you'd like us to, uh, you know, do a show when you're live over there, and we can, you know, if you can, you know, we can put footage up and anything and show goals, interviews, whatever. We'll definitely yeah. would love to be part of that. Uh, I think it'd be fantastic to give the lads the 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 uh, the exposure that they deserve, and uh, hopefully, I don't know, I'd imagine you probably have, but hopefully, local media. Ts and BBC might get involved as well before years eventually go out there because I think it's a it's a wonderful thing that's happening at the moment and uh, hopefully it's just the start of just the start of many many tournaments that the club can go to
4: we've had some amazing coverage from the, the sort of press um, it's one of them like when, it, when you set out this concept and, and come up, come up with the idea it takes a lot of time for people to sort of get on board because it's uh, really are you really taking a to the team to Europe. Um, yeah. but then with the momentum obviously we appeared first on on your podcast and, and sort of the reach out from there um we then got all, we were on ITV and we got a good slot on ITV um on the main news um and it was during the sports article as well uh so that that was good and I know when the um when the reporter was with us um he thinks and he's gonna he's gonna float it that somebody comes with us from IDV.
0: Oh, um, that would be fantastic.
1: Be that fantastic, would be amazing. Be. Yeah. I mean, going back to that night, sorry, dear. We going back to the, the, the night, one of the highlights, well, it was the highlight for me, is when the lads got up and celebrated with the trophy. That was the biggest highlight of the night for me. It was absolutely fantastic to watch them lads ju- jumping around, singing championis on the stage. That, that just made my night that
4: uh, they're are a great bunch, um. That the you know the the struggle with a lot of things in life, but you know when when they get on the pitch and when they get in amongst each other, you know people with autism are meant to struggle socially, but I think it's it's testament to the work that we kind of do with the guys, um, and kind of enable them to to sort of find them skills within themselves to be able to be social, and you can get them up on a stage and you know they're in front of a lot of quite high profile people, but they they just absorb it, um. And you know it's a great thing that they do, um, and and it's the life skills and the learnings just immense. Um, and they're dead proud, you know, they're, they're proud of the football. Um, See, that's, so you
0: know, that's that's the main thing, isn't it? You know, I mean, obviously you you, you like to win games, but this this is this is a, a more important than results at the moment, isn't it? It's 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 a, you know, it's, it's, a it's a life opportunity.
4: Absolutely, I. Yeah. Um, and and honestly, it's a, there's quite a few of them are, are, are gated fans. So them pulling on the the top and the badge and it just means so much to them. Um, mm. It's a, I it's, it's <laughs> unreal what it does.
0: The Cow put put reminds me of the West Auckland win the World Cup would be a great documentary. Well, hopefully it would be the ice on the cake funny. if it come back with the with the cup uh, you know beating some of Europe's elite clubs. But uh, we'll take it can, one step. Time, can I but, just
5: add as well, Dave? Adam, yep. It's been brilliant like when we, when we both spoke about getting a player on board um to be an ambassador, Adam Campbell straight away was like, yeah definitely and he's went all in on it. Do you know what I mean he made sure that all the lads were there on that presentation night. Most yeah. of the squad were there. Kim and Greg Ollie made a real made a real effort to make sure everyone was there and represented it and like the social media presence that he's brought to this campaign. Mm-hmm. And the support that all the lads have given, it just really sums up the kind of club we are and the players involved at the minute. It's not no egos; it's all one. And uh, I just thought that was really good of Adam, and I think he's been like one of our unsung heroes this season at times. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see he's finally getting the the credit that he deserves on the pitch and off it. it certainly is. It's uh, as I say, we've had him on the podcast a couple of times. He's
0: uh, he's absolutely lovely. Loves his cats as well. If you follow him on social media, he's a crazy uh, cat man. Yeah, uh, Crazy Cat Man. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, Carl, preparations. When do you start to go into overdrive for when you get out there?
3: We've started it now. To be honest, I think as it started to get more real, the, the lads are realizing that the, there's a bit of a spotlight on them now, and no, nobody wants to be the one that's having to be subbed off after 30 seconds because the you know the kind of cope and the heat. So yeah. we're, we're doing a lot more without the ball at the minute, which is not something that we usually do. So a lot more gym sessions, um, just trying to get people up to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, that, that's the main aim at the minute. We've got some players who like looking to lose some weight that they'd gained during lockdown. Um, so reach, everyone's got a <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm with them, yeah, as well. So we've all got our own charts, with our own aims on, we have our weekly wins and stuff, which is a, which is, which is a good laugh, but everyone's doing really well. So we're all in it together. Um, so yeah it's just it's full steam ahead ah oh,
0: fantastic and uh say so david is, say is, is the is the um the uh oh, i forgot the name of the, the uh the website now the donation page is that still open at the moment
4: it is yeah it's the um just given uh yeah. forward slash crowdfund forward slash european dream i think it is <laughs> um so yeah that that's and it's still on our social pages and stuff um people are still dropping money regularly into it it's bits and bobs here and there um so yeah that that is still open we've also got um we're going to be auctioning we've got the uh, and it got mentioned at the the fundraiser the other day we've got a um a limited edition sort of white label 12 inch vinyl of the walk-on song right here right now signed by um fat boy slim himself Uh, and we're going to get um um Mike and a couple of the guys to sign it as well, so that's this year's brand new walk-on um, song, um, which which I got. Uh, or I asked um, that boy Slim if he would let the club use it for nothing, uh, and he did. Um, and it seems to have brought a bit of luck. Um, yeah. Which um, walk-on songs, it's what it's all about, and it lifts the spirits. And it's a it's a tune. Um, so it's a it's a it's a limited edition white label, so um, never released. Uh, and signed by him, and it'll be signed by some of the club. So we'll be auctioning
1: that online. Um
0: sharing links to that.
1: Yeah, we'll make sure fun. you put the links up. We'll all share it. Yeah, we'll
4: uh, be, be fantastic. Uh, cause cause for somebody people. that's, it's a bit different, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, signed
4: shirts and stuff, uh, you know, that, that that's one thing, but this is a little bit different for somebody who's a good collector.
0: Definitely. And uh, Ross, is there anything that you'd like to plug from the uh, foundation before we uh, let you guys go?
5: Well, one thing is Josh went down, uh, who does our foundation media, and he had a good day with the lads the the night the day before the uh, the night, and uh, Josh was putting together a video on the foundation's behalf. We've got a few oh, interviews awesome. with the lads and that, and he's seen the lads train, so we'll definitely be pushing that. Um, on the foundation side, um, we've got our soccer camps on that have been fully sold out over the past two weeks with the kids involved which has been fantastic and then a lot of them were at the match on uh, Monday I think the kids go free initiative has been really successful because not only has it got uh, like the kids in but more adults are coming in and it's like a family day out and you yeah. say it massively now like when the, when the players walk off and when the players walk on you see the amount of kids that are waiting there for high fives off the players and that and it's, yeah. it does have a different feel to it um, Not just
1: calling Dave <laughs> but
5: I, would from the foundation side of it, we've got to like say we've got our walking football sessions on. You'll see. We uh, yesterday we're um, making a big uh, push on getting more people in from the stroke survivors. The one that you do, yeah, um, that'll be good going forward. And then I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get some more news out about a potential food bank collection pretty soon before the end of the season because I think that's one key thing that we're really not yet that COVID hit quite a lot and um, when we had these things on so it's twice it's been knocked on the head and we want to make if we can't do it at the stadium make sure we do a big push as a club in the town centre if the stadium isn't possible yeah. so that's definitely a thing and then it's just a case of keeping an eye out on our social media and um, especially with the off-season coming up we've got a lot of stuff planned and it will be coming out as and when you know these things take a lot of time but uh yeah, it's been very successful. And like we say, we're um, we're all buzzing with how we've done. When From when I first met Carl and Dave in Gates' stadium, we had a few plans. But I think even in a while, the streams we didn't think within a year we'd be taking a team to Europe. Yeah, it's just awesome. been fantastic to see. And it was just great to see that everybody at the turnout, you know, like the fans that got behind it. And <laughs> I must say, like, that big room in Pilo was hard to look full. And it was like the top two, the top two tiers were full. So it yeah. makes a massive difference. Um, and it's just a case of just batting the lads as much as we can now, make sure them extra few pennies are raised to get them over the line, and then then it's up to call on the lads, isn't it? if they bring the trophy home, knee pressure call.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm quite confident, and them, like, I think I think they'll do it. Yeah. So yeah. I now everyone's done there, but with the with the raising money, it'll be over to, to the to the boys out there. And, I, they'll do the business. Yeah.
1: I'll just say, right. Dave, Carl fantastic lads, well done. Really is. Yeah, fantastic! You, share, uh, you have a, have a lot, lot of credit. We'll definitely
0: well get this on before you head off, um, and we'll get a, an update. Live and, from the airport. And, uh, yeah, live from the airport <laughs> for that airport pint picture. Um, but no, as I say, just to keep up with great work, uh, Ross, David, Carl. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Cheers, guys. Uh,
4: well, thank you,
1: lads.
0: Thank you. Yeah, uh, on, thank you. Bye. Right. There we go, the lads. There, they've. Uh, they great. Great stuff. Say that. Look, a, a gated team in Europe. Uh Say what? What a, a feather in the cap that is. You um,
2: know, we were talking about how the on-field stuff has been built up from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like, what a wonderful example of how, behind the scenes, the club has built up to something that, let's be honest, even before, didn't have this sort of thing going on. And you know, <laughs> you look at the, the the women's side. You look at the. The academy set up now and the way that's being built up, and, and just added things like this. It's just wonderful to see it. What, what it, a club can become when it's boosted by fan power. Yeah.
0: Sadly, it took a near disaster to, you know, spark this into action. But look, you know, in a couple of weeks' time, it could all be worth it. Um, Ovid uh,
1: could be in line to win the league as well.
0: I know okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that as well. Ovid, uh, hello from sunny Mallorca. D- sorry for some isn't it over the moon the recent results uh we can't stumble now and uh so, and uh the best bike and to get it on the seventh yeah, say he rides over i think he's doing a bike uh riding competition over there in uh in Mallorca, and uh we've got a late message here ross black one of the unsung heroes this season his actions at blithe uh Let's see, I'm sorry, the stuff he's involved with at the club. Uh, give him a Pride of Britain award. There we go. Uh, yeah, let's see out And remember, listening, shivering with COVID with that one when Mark uh, said there was a fan run on the pitch to stop the play. Uh, when he was there uh, because he stepped in for the Blythe commentary because so they had a COVID as well, didn't they? did,
2: it did uh, yeah. yeah, um, an, an interesting moment, but no, I think Ross, uh, Ross deserves a Pride of Gateshead award. Never mind, Pride of Britain. I think we'll, uh We'll build up to that. But uh no, a great lad Ross doing great. I think as as was said, there a real unsung hero. He's
1: come a long way since and again, and
2: again. Oh yeah, that was uh, if anyone <laughs> did, uh, we used to do um
0: before there was like a, an abundance of uh commentaries on away games. Uh we'd sometimes do a live show on when we used to broadcast on Spreaker, and we'd have like, someone at the game live talking to us. And Ross, uh, he just screamed, Finnegan, Finnegan, Finnegan! <laughs> I think it was a way wild, wasn't it? Somewhere like that. But uh, yeah. That was oh, a,
1: mebbies.
0: Mebbies, But it was, it was one of them ones. And uh, we've got James Rushmore waiting in the wings. We'll bring him in uh, very, well, we're going to bring him in now, actually. So here he is. Hello there, James. How are you doing?
6: I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah,
0: oh. fine. All the better for having you on And um, oh. say, James You do sterling work at the club um, Spoke to you in pre-season We had an interview with you that we uh, put out On the podcast um, You're working hard with new sponsors And partners with the club And that work has continued right throughout the season You just have to look around the pitch uh, On a match day uh, To see what has been Done at the club um, First of all well done, congratulations on all of that. It's very much appreciated from every gateshead fan. But, um, you must be happy with the way things have went,
6: yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's been a really productive Oops. year, oh. really. Um, what were you, can you hear me? Yeah,
0: I'm still here. I've knocked my
6: oh, camera. Get it off. Yeah, no, it's um it's been a really good year uh for the club. I think obviously uh what's been going on on the pitch has helped massively. Um so they make my job a little bit easier, um, considering things are going so well. Um but yeah, no, in terms of uh the, the partnerships and the commercial side, it's been really productive. Um and we're now obviously at that, that time of year where we're <laughs> Love you. <laughs> thank you. What, what um, can
0: you give do you aware just before we get into that?
6: Um it's a it's normally a bit of Bleu de Chanel or uh, or the White Company. Yeah. It's That's kind true. of a mixture of two. <laughs> I totally
1: recommend Bleu de Chanel.
6: Yeah. It's lovely. It's lovely. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's it's been a really good year. I think obviously we're now at the the, the time of year where we're reapproaching sponsors to, to come on here, uh, come on board for, for next year and, and we're having some really good feedback from them. Um obviously I think a lot of clubs kind of get partners on board um and then just reapproach them without doing any maintenance throughout the year and, and kind of um, keep connecting with them. So I think one of the things that we're we're really proud of this year is that we've just been we've been kind of engaging with them throughout the year, which is, has been a real positive. So we're now in a, a, an extremely strong position going into next season um, to, to kind of keep them partnerships up. Really,
0: it certainly is. I mean, I I, I mean I, I said at the beginning of the season when I spoke to you, I can't remember seeing that many um, you know sponsors and partners around the stadium, but since then it probably grew by a third uh on top of what was already there when we spoke to you in in I think it was August. So uh, you know it, it must be, you know, obviously the football helps the results. Uh you know, teams, uh sorry sponsors and partners want to have, you know, a little bit of uh, payback for the their investment or in time spent with the club. It it must be a, a nice you know weapon in your arsenal when approaching new sponsors to say, well, this is what we bring to the table.
6: Absolutely, and and like you say, it does make my job easier when when the football's going well. And I think the FA Cup run was a, a massive part of that. Um, I think obviously when we when we got to that Charlton match, we we had a, a few opportunities come up, um, kind of expanding our in-stadium presence and and doing a few things with the kit and and things that you wouldn't normally do in a league season um, without that kind of run. So yeah, I mean, we we showed faith in our in our current partners first, and and went to them uh, first and foremost to give them exposure, and um, quite a few of those stepped up and wanted to do more of us, which was fantastic. Um, and obviously, we also got some more on board as well, some more local ones who who came on board for the FA Cup run, and and hopefully will be staying with us for next season as well. So so yeah, it's it's kind of been slowly growing throughout the season, and and yeah, next season is going to be be one of those where hopefully it'll take another step up and and um, progress even more. So it's really exciting, yeah.
0: We've got something here that you can either confirm or deny. Um, this one here, uh, Chief Market, Novoc- Market and Development Officer Novoc- James was delighted to announce that Gated are massive.
6: They, they are, absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: And also as well, we, we, did have, we did have a message from Emilio earlier on about possibly ditching the suit for a mankini. A the the mankini?
6: I can either confirm or deny. The, oh, no, no, no the it's not no one, no one wants to be saying that. No one wants to be saying that. No, it's... Um, okay, I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: same I, I think park. I'm not going back if he's putting one of them on. Davey, you know I... Dave, I mean
2: Dave, you know when I said I would do uh, core commentary on that Hereford game, I'm 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 not to that Um
0: I'll not wear the okay. Um, but James, just something that I've seen that was announced today that obviously the the corporate this year um, is sold out on a number of occasions. It's already sold out for Hereford. Um, it would be another fantastic you know achievement if we can get the Southport one uh, sold out as well. Um, do you want to give that a little plug?
6: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're we're really happy with the progress we've made with with corporate this season. So um, by all means, I mean. If, if things go away this weekend, Southport could be the one where, where things kind of um, are confirmed, potentially, who knows. Um, so it's, it's well worth trying to get tickets for, for Southport as well as Hereford, if you've been lucky enough to get some for corporate then. Um, if not, whilst you can, um, yeah, dive in there and get some tickets for corporate because it's uh, has some really good feedback from that this season, yeah.
0: It's fantastic. Um, is, there, is, there, is there any things that you want to highlight or anything from this season so far or from your perspective?
6: Um, I think I, the biggest thing I would say, and I think I've, I've chatted to a couple of people about it, is just the the really positive um, kind of development of our fan base. Um, obviously, we've seen crowds go up, but I've personally seen a noticeable difference in the demographic of people we've got coming along as well. It seems to be a lot more family-orientated. And um, yeah, I think everyone at the club and, and the people I've spoken to externally are, are really happy with um, the, the fact that, like in previous seasons, we've never had kids lining up outside the tunnel to see players, and now we've got kind of um like 10 20 kids either side of a tunnel trying to get autographs and it's there's a real buzz around the the place which is is lovely and I think um obviously it helps with we've launched our academy which is fantastic but throughout the season we've also been um we're now connected with kind of 25 30 schools in the northeast yeah and the same amount of grassroots teams uh kind of about five to ten different charities as well so um, we're doing a lot of work behind the scenes to connect with, with kind of different people within the community to get them along to experience a, a Gateshead match, which I'm really pleased to say is, is kind of working. So we're, we're just trying to keep that up at the moment. And hopefully people are kind of starting to see that, that change around the place as well.
0: We've mentioned it a few times on the podcast about organic growth, and we've seen that kind of throughout the season, of course, results help um but we're seeing obviously the work that yourself and the foundation as well doing we're seeing just, uh, just a, that 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 graph and you say demographic it it's it's rising in you know slowly but surely but that that's how you want it to be you don't want an overnight boom where people will disappear the next week
6: no absolutely and i think obviously with um with things going on across the the time with the with Newcastle it's fantastic to see but also they can only have so many people going to St James's Park every other week and and um you know we want to offer an alternative if not better I mean at the moment and, and the, certainly the vast majority of this season we've been playing some amazing football um and yeah we want to see people uh, coming along enjoying it and and, you know, becoming Gateshead fans. So we're trying to catch them early um, whilst they're in the, the local schools and, and get them to, to turn into to Heat fans. And, and, yeah, I'm pleased to say that that seems to be working this season. And, and we are seeing crowds go up and we are seeing families come along. And, and yeah, for them last two matches, hopefully it continues and, and into next season as well, because it's been fantastic to see. So oh,
0: That's fantastic. Well, James, we're, we're running out of time. So thank you very much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, well done on everything that you're doing and uh so here i don't need to tell you to keep up with good work i know you will uh but um we've, we've we have got a message here from Ross Black i'll quickly go into this one then another one um we've got here that um you forgot to mention the away travel um there's two remaining seats sorry there's uh, two remaining away games three seats left for Kettering, 26 pound and uh charlie 20 pound per person and it is fancy dress for that and uh ross has put uh, charlie we of course is designated fancy dress away day Sure, James can get the Keeny out for that.
6: Uh, he wishes. <laughs> yeah. If we if we go up to the if we go a double promotion and we go out to the EFL, maybe.
0: Yeah, I'll be I'll, I'll be joining you. Don't worry, we'll be matching, man. Hey, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> you're seeing that now, but you know, <laughs> not <laughs> intending to die it. But on that note, thank you very much, James.
2: Can I can Cheers. I just jump in just cool. just quickly, right? Just a it. thought here: if, if promotion. Into the Football League was confirmed at Wembley. I can't wait to see you two a Mankini's at Wembley. By the
0: way, oh, to be something special
2: so. in, a, in a playoff final. Wow! Uh, it's
0: it's, it's it, You might see the back of us as we're escorted out the stadium. Uh, that yeah. yeah. I'll that.
6: see the back years of you and a Mancini. But I think I think we um we need to be getting onto Dan Ward to get the training regime up and running. I think <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah.
0: And also as well, can you c- uh, confirm or deny that Dan Ward has been spotted at a takeaway this week?
6: Um, to be fair, I wasn't at Geisley actually, so I, I couldn't track him this week. But I, one of my favourite things on an away day is to to see him posting all about going to the gym at six o'clock in the morning, and then he'll mysteriously appear in a Burger King somewhere. So um, <laughs> I, I absolutely love exposing Dan Ward. Um, so. You think uh, he looks fun. a bit like Bruno Gmarisch? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, I mean, playing style is- as well. It's uncanny, isn't it? Uh,
0: uh Dan dominoes on the bus ward. There we go. So we've kind of <laughs> confirmed here. Yeah. James, thank you very much for joining us because we don't want to overrun because obviously the highlights are coming on at ten o'clock on the um on the Gator's official YouTube channel. So uh, I know people are dying to say that. But James, thank you very much for uh, coming on again and we'll hopefully we speak to you again thanks. soon. thanks
1: thank you for having you. me. Thank you,
0: Cheers. bye. There we go. James Rushmore. Fantastic to have him on and uh, would neither confirm or deny it. Well, see definitely denied about the mankini there. Um, we've got Emilio. as for Obi-Wan Kenobi might be making an, uh, an appearance. A
2: new silent.
0: Yeah, he, may, he might be, yeah. Um, I if we went from one game there to a mankini at Wembley, double promotion. Hey, well, God, you know what it is, right? I'd love it to happen, but I'd regret saying that because I know you the hold us to it. No. Um, but uh, so we've got about three, minutes even
1: organize now. it with a net and make sure you see 100 meters.
0: <laughs> um, I'll so we'll, say we'll wrap it up there because obviously the highlights are coming on very soon. I know a lot of people want to see them right. before um, we're
1: gone.
0: Yeah, ladies, quickly mention ladies, we'll have to get them on the next ladies one
1: aren't on Sunday, but apparently, they will be half a six at home on the Tuesday against Gates at Rutherford.
0: Right, so we'll, we'll advertise that and we'll definitely get uh one of the or a couple of the ladies on next week to talk about their progress because it's been fantastic. Uh, Mark, as ever, joy to have you on. Thank you very much for staying on the full show. Um, it's uh, it's one game at a time, that's what we've got to take, isn't it?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. It's too easy to get carried away when you get to the stage of a season and, and being the situation gates that are in for I'm to say cup finals because it's a terrible cliche, but. Four big games left, four challenging games against sides that have all got um, dangerous aspects to their squads. Um, I mean, but you have know teams
0: teams what? They to play for as well.
2: They have, but I'll tell you what, not one of them will be relishing the fact that they're facing this Gateshead side. So again, I'll say what I said similar what I said earlier, it's easy to focus on what's lying in front of you, but put yourself in the other shoes when they're looking at a Gateshead side that have scored more goals than the vast majority of teams in the top seven levels are not only, well, football, I should say. So keep positive, keep the faith, and uh, let's hope in a month's time we're talking about uh, where we are now.
0: Right, well, some idiot forgot about the mug giveaway. um One second, so I'm going to tell everyone now, type in hashtag, hashtag mug, and uh, we'll start collecting the uh, one, uh, what it called. So if you want to join the hashtag mug on uh, whatever you're watching on, so we'll add that cool. to the stream. There it is, there because that's what I was because I forgot. Uh, there we go. So, hashtag mug, and we'll uh, give away if, remember you've got to be able to pick it up from the game at the Southport game. Um, so there we go. So, they're coming in now, they're flooding in. Uh, so keep them going. Uh, hashtag mug doesn't matter if you're on Facebook or on uh YouTube. So, the entrants are coming in. Well, we've got a, a minute left. Um, so there we go. Keep them coming in for that hashtag mug. So, I'm talking I'm a, mug,
1: sorry, money Talking a mug, I've got Matty Jacob's
0: money here. Oh, yeah, he bought one for his mom. What a lad, eh? That's yeah. a, that's a yeah. great that's Easter present. Yeah, so, uh, <coughs> also as well, I just remembered there, uh, condolences to Meg Baker, she lost her family pet there as well. I think his name is PJ. Oh. So, uh, so we send out our oh, uh, love out to Meg. We know she enjoys the podcast and me, flashy chair. Uh, so yeah, but uh, yeah, there's only seven entries, so someone's in with a good chance of winning the mug. So we'll draw it now. And this is there we go. Who's gonna win? Mrs. Goddess oh. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Starr- Stafford. So there we go. Coming to the commentary position on uh, Tuesday, uh, not Tuesday, on uh, the week on Saturday and we'll uh, give you the the, uh, the mug then so big thank you to everyone uh, well we're going to leave it there because I know people will be wanting to watch the highlights uh, Mickey, Mark thank you very much for joining us it's been a great show and we'll see you next week